Welcome to the Woohoo Crew podcast, where cosmic culture meets pop culture, where we discuss topics like astrology, numerology, the mind-body connection, as well as sports, music, and entertainment. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined by my co-host, my pseudo-guru, Cheryl. We are the Woohoo Crew. Hello, Cheryl, my pseudo-guru. Welcome to episode 16. Let me start off the show as I do every episode by asking you, did you catch any woohoo this past week? Sweet 16. Well, well, hello, Brandon. Hey. Yeah. Um, well, we had a, 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 sad, a sad situation where my daughter, Annabelle, her little three-year-old cat, Pearl, was very, very, very sick. Oh. And I did something that I've never done before, maybe because my 12th house is in Leo. But I, I went on social media and I asked for, said prayers up for Pearl. And a lot of beautiful responses and people really prayed in their own way or whatever that meant to them. They sent her healing energy. And she, because she just was, wasn't moving. She had a really high fever. She was in the hospital. It's went on for two weeks. And um, one of the things that really gave me a lot of, of woohoo currency, a lot of energy, I, I could feel it right in the back of my heart, was one of our woohooers, Marion, took the two two glasses and she put one in one glass she put salt and and she she did a, a like a, a ritual for pearl in that the salt would clear out all the toxins okay. for the sweet little cat and that she would feel better and and I thought that was that was so powerful that you know that and that's that's what I, I find really enriching is that People can understand, you know, like a mother whose daughter is hurting and we all work because we all love this cat and everybody understands that. And then it doesn't matter how it is that you send healing energy from your particular way that you do it. It's still energy, the healing of the healing variety yeah. and Pearl felt it. Annabelle felt it. We all felt it. So I thought that was, and it's, and here we are with the Pisces season, which is all about spiritual intelligence so yeah yeah wow good job for marion for uh for raising the vibration of the universe there yeah and woohoo has really helped her like the um her astrological um understanding her how her archetypes and what she's came in here with that she's a healer mm -hmm. and it, it's a different kind she used to be a we're gonna have her on the podcast I, uh, during Taurus season. She's got a son in Taurus and she's an artist too. And I think the way that she heals is very artistic. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mary, and she listens to the show. And um, so I think that she has said that this really helps her like fine tune and elevate what kind of healer she is. Yeah. So, um, and she's been doing a whole bunch of things with people that has helped them, you know, because once you understand how energy works, then you can heal, you can actually heal people um, energetically, which is very cool. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So how about you? How have you felt since we uh, shared with everybody part of your, um, your blueprint? Yeah, that was, that was really interesting. And I, I don't know if we, did we get any, any good feedback on whether that played well as a as a podcast i don't i don't know if we did or not i think people want to know about your scorpio 
yeah well you know but here's the thing it goes back to what we said in the very beginning of last week's episode is you know a lot of the stuff is that we talk about is it really helps understand your own chart and then you can put everything in context and so for me that was you know i, I don't know it's just it's really interesting because it just you, you have so many like just so many aha moments, like not maybe this, these earth shot, but just things start to make sense, right? And you can kind of see, would you call it a treasure map? I thought that was a pretty cool term. Yeah, yeah. treasure map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm game if we ever want to do that again. That was fun. You know, I just want to make sure that that was entertaining for people and and, and interesting and informative. Yeah, because this is, a you know, the literacy, the cosmic literacy is, is a challenging and it's not something that, most of us get right away. Mm-hmm. It takes <clears throat> layers upon layers. You can go deep, you can go high, you can go wide with it. So, um, but, uh, but knowing that we, you know, the houses, which we may, which can be confusing, the arenas that we can take action with and what the difference is between the houses and the planets and the signs are. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. First quarter. Reason for the season. Woohoo! All right, welcome back to the first quarter. Cheryl, what's going on in the cosmos? It's a magical, mystical time. <laughs> We're in Pisces season. Okay. And the numbers, have you noticed the dates, like when you're writing checks and things, like 2, 22, 22, or you're signing yes. papers and documents? There's a lot of stuff going on with people excited about the about yesterday's date. Yeah. Yeah. These angel numbers. And then, so from, from uh, 223 to 228, um, 22, it's a, I think that's the right word, palindrome. So okay. it's like, if you wrote it backwards, it would be the same. So it's these, these portals. So a lot can, can manifest during this time. Now, did you do anything special at 2.22 PM yesterday on 2.22.22? I did. Made sure I didn't have any readings or appointments and calls or teachings. And I, I did a lot of meditation and um, communicating with my crystals and plants and all that kind of stuff that we do during Pisces, or maybe always, but particularly during Pisces. And then, yeah, I did a specific, um, just wrote, I wrote uh, with a really cool crystal pen, just what I really wanted, what I was hoping for at 222 mm-hmm. how about you no no sadly i forgot about it i forgot mm-hmm. about it then somebody somebody said something in a text about it reminded me that i was actually just impressed that it was 222 22 i totally forgot that there was a possibility of of the time being 222 i just wasn't thinking so i missed out i feel like on a, on a really good opportunity you can always go back in time you know okay. time is time okay. is an illusion you can go back just like when you edit things you just go back and slice it in there and just turn take a you know one of those um what are those clocks called they're not digital analog clocks and and just go back it's 222 and do what you okay. need to do i like the way you operate that's good okay good there's a cosmic clock you know yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> you can always shift around yeah. okay um yeah so it's pisces season and pisces is a water sign so it's the it's the, it's the evolved water sign. And so in cancer, we, what does that mean exactly? Why is that evolved and not the other two water signs? Well, we start 
We start with, so starting with Aries, Aries is the first sign, which we'll get to next season. And it goes around the circle, around the zodiac from one to 12. So we're now in the 12th, Pisces is the 12th sign. So it's, uh, it's like a story of evolvement starting from Aries to Pisces. Gotcha. Aries is the first fire and Taurus is the first earth. Gemini is the first air. Cancer is the first water. So cancer is where we learn emotional intelligence and feeling our feelings. And that's hard. So we go into our shell sometimes, right? So that's learning about the feelings, emotional intelligence. And Scorpio, which you have a lot of, I have a lot of, is the second water sign where we learn we, we continue going deeper into our emotional intelligence and then we bring on the, the, psych, the psyche, the psychological um, intuitive intelligence, but getting deep into the truth of our emotions and not being okay with that discomfort. And then uh, Pisces is the third. So it's, it's the universal and it's um, as going as deep, deep, deep as, as we can. And, and it's deep and high. So it's um, emotional intelligence layered with the, psych the psyche, the, the high psyche layered with the spiritual intelligence and having a spiritual practice. Okay. And so this is the time to, to, to do that. And it's a very, all three of the water signs are very healing, very regenerative. And um, this, is, this is the season to really hone in on your dreams and um, paying attention to your dreams and the moon and you're um, getting still and quiet and uh, less resistant, more accepting, like surrendering into knowing that there's, there's a higher reason for everything. Okay. Yeah. So whatever that means, like the the cosmic consciousness, whatever whatever term you resonate with, like enlightenment, heaven, liberation, nirvana, the getting there, getting literate in the cosmic consciousness to know how to get there, how to get yourself there. And, and what I've seen is it's not that we're there for so long and you might even get glimpses of that feeling of, of that bliss, of that feeling just at one with the cosmos and like you love everybody and everything but it's 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 getting back there it's knowing how to get back there um faster and having more of those glimpses and then pretty you know aiming for getting there and and those little seconds or microseconds of when you feel that they just they get expanded they get wider so it's, it's to increase our sensitivity emotionally, psychically, and spiritually. Okay. Wow. This is the season. Yeah. 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 There's a lot going on in this 12th season. Yeah. It's the 12th season and, and to have that visionary imagination to just envision it. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, um, so the Pisces currency, you know, currency can be, you can spend it however you wish. So for some, it's about escaping kind of the shadow side so and it's because it's a challenge when you if you have a lot of Pisces currency which would mean like at least one or two planets maybe in Pisces that you could have this emotional sensitivity and and not know what to do with it mm -hmm. and so you want to escape or create numbness or um so you know, do you do you have a planet in Pisces I do I have my um Saturn and okay. I have Chiron which is um the healer 
okay. there. So it's, and um, yeah, and what else do I have there? Um, and it's in my seventh house of partnerships, which is why I've never had like a casual romantic situation okay. in my life. That probably that explains that. I've always yeah. had like deep, even in high school, like deep love relationships. <laughs> so um, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, when you when you figure that out, and then I um, my parents are both Pisces moons, so um, we didn't have you know nothing was ever really casual. Never had like a casual kind of life. Um, but but uh, the um, so it's 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 that way to hone in on the psychic energies as well. You know, do you ever do that? Like before you look at your phone, do you ever think, I wonder who's calling, and like guess intuitively who it is. Uh, yes. Yes. I do that often. And I'm, a lot of times I'm right. Yeah. So for you, like 12th house is a, that's the arena of Pisces and you have four planets there, including your son. Let me ask you this completely, maybe off topic. I can often tell you the time. I often guess the time, right. If I haven't looked at a clock within an hour or so. Yeah. And I play this I, game a lot. And I'll I'll go, you know what? I bet it's 417. Ooh, that's perfect. And, it, and it's like 417. And I and I that happens so often. Now, can that actually be happening? Or am I subconsciously looking at the clock and I don't remember I'm doing because I swear I don't think I, I've checked the clock in a long time, but I can almost always get it right if I if it's within like an hour, maybe an hour and a half of when I last looked at it. Well, looking at your blueprint, you have Scorpio and in your 12th house, which is, which is Pisces. So you have all that and the intuition, the psychic um, energies is, should be, I mean, for you to have a, to be in your higher purpose, those are things that you should be able to do. And then even like, you should be able to walk into a room and read what's going on, regardless of what anybody can say. Can you do that? Like if someone, let's say somebody's telling you a story, you can tell really what's happening. Like even like if they're smiling or well, they're saying, hey, everything is great. You can tell if it's really not, you could read, like you could figure out the patterning underneath of what they're saying. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, usually, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's underlying patterns in those storylines. Certain things uh, we take for granted, though. I think that we, you know, we have our skills and we just assume that other people have them too. You know, I never thought about that. Right. Yeah. So it's a great skill to have. You don't need to tell people that. You don't even need to let them know that you really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but even like, especially if they're lying or something, and they, because they might not even realize that they're lying, like, especially if they're trying to tell you that everything's fine. Right. Um, right. It's good for you to know, mm-hmm, to understand that that what's was really, really happening. And but we have to be careful too, like if we have a lot of Pisces, because when you have all that psychic energy around you and all that um, sensitivity to things, it's like if you were in the ocean and you're just caught in all the waves and the in that panic, like you're caught in the middle of the ocean and it's deep and and the waves are all around all that energy, then we can panic, you know, and then we, then we can get almost like hypnotized by it or traumatized by our sensitivity because it, that, that, that can be trapped on the surface. A lot of people who run, who do triathlons, you know, where you, that's a, that's a swim 
bike mm-hmm. and uh, and run. So a lot of people say that do them often. You know, the hardest part is is the swimming because you're like people could drown because they get so freaked out by all the people around them and they just kind of lose it. Like that's something you don't really think about, you know, is if you haven't done one, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. And that's a great metaphor for life too, because we can like the noise and complexity of other people, like, you know, Pisces is the fish, right? So the noise and complexity, like of other fish, like of other people, that fascination with that drama that we see, right. With celebrities or whatever that that can we can get that can be like hypnotic kind of trance that then we're then that we can get caught up in just like a fish can kind of get caught up in a net we can get caught in that so that we're not in the in the path in the quest of our own dharma of why we are here our sole purpose because we it's so fascinated by what's happening with other people or or we escape that and we're just numbed out yeah because of the yeah. intensity of it. So what's really good for someone, for all of us really, but particularly those who have the Pisces or 12th house currency, Neptune as well, like Neptune planet, which we all have, is to the way that, that we draw energy, the way that we get higher energy, more energy, more currency is diving, like diving deep in the moment, like going deeper and the deeper that we go, this would be with anything like deep into music, deep into listening to a song, deep into writing, deep into the art, deep into a conversation, deep into a meditation. The deeper you go, the stronger you become. Okay. And the, the opposite of that would be stuck and complacent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And oftentimes when we're feeling stuck and complacent, it's because we're in this hypnotic trance that's not ours it's other people's stuff okay yeah so um so that's the season to 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 go deep and and what i love about pisces is it being the 12th sign is that beneath beneath the fabric of the universe like every possible human story every situation can be related to the 12 signs and pisces is the 12th one so underneath it deep deep down is that energy of oneness that we all are here to remember i think is braveheart a a pisces (laughs) he is barking no i think well we don't really know um, because when we got him, we didn't really know his age, but, um, I think he's an Aries. Okay. He's, he's such a warrior and a warrior, <laughs> a warrior. So he's always barking. If anybody walks by, yeah. he's very, he's so protective, Yeah. but he does like to sleep a lot. Maybe he's a Pisces. So this is the time to sleep, like sleep, dream, write down your dreams. This is a perfect time and acknowledge your feelings and um, you know, so making sure like, uh, acknowledging your feelings, like I said, with cancer, that's why we have the moon acknowledge our feelings and with Scorpio dealing with the effects of any kind of hurt that we have. And that truth, like Scorpio is all about the truth. So knowing that the truth is healing and any unresolved wounds that are stalling us, this is the time to clear that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's a good time. The time to take a spiritual holiday. Like That's spiritual right. medicine. I think Pisces currency is spiritual medicine. Yeah. 
Okay, that's heavy. It's it is, but it's meant to be like light and light. And yep. Yeah, it's, it's heavy in that the responsibility thing, but it's also it's good if it's heavy because sometimes you you need that. Like, come on, do what you can do, whether you're going to meditate or yoga or dance or make art for art's sake or your poetry, however you're co-creating with the cosmos, this is the time to do it and contemplate the connection to all. And when you do that, you're going to feel light because you'll be in the flow and you'll be able to receive your messages from other dimensions and your third eye will be, um, your third eye will be activated and you're clearing any blocks and you'll, you'll feel good because you can release grudges and can lighten your psychic load. Great stuff as always. We will break here and I'm sure we'll hear more about Pisces in the coming quarters. Okay. Second quarter, woo-wire. We're back, second quarter. I tell a story. Pseudo Guru channels a cosmic force on the woohoo wire. And we asked that cosmic force a question about my story. Today, I want to talk about the number 12. It's a slight departure from the athletes or pop culture icons I normally discuss, but 12 is a pretty powerful number that I, I think can, can hold its own against any mortals. And we just learned earlier that we're in Pisces season, which is the 12th and final sign. You don't need to look any further to see 12's power than the Bible. It's amazing. Like 12 in some contexts can be found in 187 places. For example, there are originally 12 disciples. Jacob had 12 sons. Lots of 12 regarding children. If you look at all 187 examples, it's fascinating. 12 gates, 12 angels. But let's look elsewhere. Our own pseudo guru often reminds us that we have 12 pairs of ribs in our body. We know that there are 12 zodiac signs. There are 12 animals of the Chinese horoscope. There are 12 months in the year, 12 hours in each of the half days. That's a, a little cheating, but maybe it's not. I think there's some significance to it. The word significance, 12 letters, I think. Wait, you may want to double check my math. We just had Christmas a couple months ago. How many days of Christmas? 12, 12 people make up a jury, 12 nights of the round table, 12 basic cues in the color wheel, 12 people to date have walked on the moon. And afterwards, NASA said, hey, we're, we're going to hold off on the moon again for a while. It's got to make you go, hmm. Alcoholics Anonymous has not 11 or 13, but 12 steps. In my fridge right now, I have a carton of eggs. It's full. There are 12. 12 face cards and a full deck of cards. And of course, my good friend, Tom Brady wore, that's right, number 12. So my question this week is this, is the number 12 really as significant and important to our lives and civilization as I think it is, or is it just number play? And I could probably do the same thing with other numbers. Here I am, 12. Oh my goodness, I was so, so hoping that you were gonna come visit us. <laughs> How are you? I think you already know all these answers, but I'll, um, I'll still speak to you because I've been uh, listening to your podcast and very intrigued. Yeah, I bet you were listening for about 12 minutes. 
<laughs> well, I've listened to when, you know, my, my, my colleagues have been on nine sure. and 11. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. So tell me a little bit about you and help me understand if I'm a little embarrassed to say this because you're right here, but if, if 12, if you are as, as powerful as I think you are. Well, we all are powerful, especially, especially you, because I've seen your 12th house. So you have a lot of power as well. But for me, I, what my role is, is to help you know your power in the cosmic order of things okay. and the frequency of time and space and the, the rhythm and rhyme of life. So that's what I do. And for you to believe in it and really understand it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I come from, I come from multiple ways, which is interesting. So yeah, I here. have different, yeah, there's different dimensions, a multi-dimensional. Okay. So I have four and three multiplied and at the same time, six and two multiplied. Yeah. So I have all of their attributes, which is really interesting. And then if you look at me, I have the one and the two as well. Yeah. So I have all the numbers within me. And then the ones that I didn't mention, you can add to create me. So I, I have- Five and seven. I, right. Yeah. Yes. And I know that I'm considered by many masters of the, of the universe as perfect. And that, that's not a number that, that, that does not a, a, like perfect perfection doesn't mean what you often think it means. It's more that I, it's a wholeness. Which is why all the things you mentioned, like there's 12 zodiac signs, for instance, which is one of the deepest things you can consider. And when, so what I, what I help you do is remember that. So if you take, for instance, my parents, four and three, okay, there are four elements found in everything. Well, including, well, five, if you include ether, but four, if we're talking about the zodiac signs, which I, I really like to be like to help people find their wholeness through them. And so there's four elements, fire, earth, air, and mm -hmm. water. Yeah. And there's three zodiac signs for each one. Yeah. Okay. And the three zodiac signs are the personal all the way to the universal. So would like the Trinity that we know of and, but each number has a power. So up, up in here with, with the number, when we, how we work together is it's not a competition. Like we all work. Help we each other out. We help each other work out together. together. We add together. We divide, we multiply, we create sacred um, geometry and, and sacred um, currencies. So there's no, there's no jealousy of your perfection among some of the other, uh, of your colleagues. Not that I've ever heard of. Have you? Okay. No, but I don't, I don't really travel in that circle, but, um, I have not. Well, you travel in the football realm. And yeah. so for instance, um, do you know anybody that has my number? Yeah, I, I have, I have a good friend named Tom Brady. He wears 12. Okay. So do you think there's anybody that is jealous of that? 
probably not of the number, but maybe of his uh, his accolades on the on mm-hmm. the football field. I don't think it's because of twelve though, but I I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'm a very potent number, and I I often you know I'm I'm more humble maybe than the others because I'm um I guess it's so high up that in that evolvement that I sure. don't um, sure yeah so you don't often but jealousy is not really a, a a thing that that sort of plays out where you're where you're from it's maybe it's something that we have to deal with down here that's more animalistic yeah okay and human a little bit but yeah. like angels and numbers and organs like that yeah but gotcha. but i but i'm intrigued with the the concept of jealousy and it's not that exciting but um i'm i'm <laughs> i'm jealous that you don't have to deal with it well usually people what i have seen and witnessed is that as humans that you're jealous because you have something that you that you you want something that you actually have, but inside of you, it's just dormant and you don't realize it. Interesting. Okay. Or you're just so worried. Well, jealousy is different, I guess, than envy. So jealousy would be that from my understanding in our emotional studies, we'd love to study all of your emotions is that jealousy is when like with, with people, like if you um, get jealous at somebody is taking up more time with somebody that you want to spend time with. Gotcha. Envy is more somebody has something that you want that you don't realize that you could have or you could do. Sure. Okay. So we don't have that because we all know our roles. So that's why astrology is so potent for you all. We we try to give you those signs and and the symbols. Sure. So when you see me, it's like, hey, pay attention to your wholeness pay attention to your 12th house, you know, like, um, do something spiritual, get, get your spirit, spiritual, uh, programming, spiritual frequency activated. That's when you see me, it's like, Oh, you're going a little bit too low frequency there. So we all know our roles and we find that sometimes as and animals know their roles too, angels know their roles, but as humans, you guys are so funny because you forget sometimes and you take on somebody else's role, you um, get get enmeshed in somebody else's programming and you don't have your own. And so when you see me, particularly if you see me twice, like 12-12, that's a message of, come on now, find, get still, find your spiritual frequency, remember why you came to the planet, in your case, Earth, as you are right now, and what you're what you're there to do. Okay. So I'm not crazy though. So you're all over the place, right? I mean, you're, you're, you seem a little bit more in the, uh, in the public eye down here than, than a lot of the other numbers. I am because I mean, we're, we're, well, we're all concerned about earth right now because you all affect the whole cosmos. And if, if the lower frequencies win out, we all will suffer. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're trying to help you. And that's why looking at the synchronicities and the signs and the symbols and paying attention to people who have, who remember and who, who are in that higher frequency more often, um, paying attention to them and, and catching their frequency. Yeah. So what, so we have a platform here where we can, we can uh, talk to lots of earthlings and uh, what would you say to them to, because you mentioned you don't want the lower frequency to win out. And mm-hmm. we use the term frequency a lot here. And 
vibes and high and low. Uh, what would you say from the, the Cosmic 12? How can people do their part? Because we're all working together. We want to work together as you do too. What can we do to raise the frequencies here on earth? I like that question. Well, you're doing a lot of it with woohoo is why we're all paying attention to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So when you focus on your breath, that would be number one, because that's your spirit. That's the, what you do. The first thing you do when you are born, and we love to hear it, your first breath. It's the last thing you do when you die. Focusing on your breath automatically brings you into the spiritual frequency because breath is spirit. And then if you want to get higher, add sound. So everything has a sound. And when you add a sound to it, uh, and the higher the frequency, the better. And you all work with those sounds. Woohoo is a high frequency. It's what got me here. Yeah. And you work with the sound. But even saying our numbers, it could be counting. Like counting, you breathe in and count. Count to me. Count one, two, all the way to 12. And exhale to 12. Or hold the breath for 12. That's one way you can do it. You all have clocks there and you see my number all the time, right? You see my colleagues, zero through 11, all the way to me. Mm -hmm. So perhaps like every time you see the number or, or um, use your, what are those called? Clocks, use, use your timers and each hour perhaps spend a minute breathing, focusing on your breath. That's a place to start and then add the movement as well. So you want, since you, earth is so is so interesting because you have that polarity so you you need to be still like stilling your mind but how do you get to still your mind is you have to move because when you move you break uh, up blocks mm -hmm. right right okay so movement and stillness and then there's lots of ways to increase your spiritual frequency um like a lot that you all do with which is breathing and and movement and meditation and paying attention and just learning and connecting and there's dancing which you do as well dancing is powerful some of us You're, better than others but yep doesn't matter and, and that's where you can get caught up in it like dancing every day because that's why you're you're there humans you are there to create so if you think about energy energy cannot be created or destroyed energy can be alchemized into form and you can with with you can use that energy to create or destroy anything relationships art you you name it and so what we want you to do is be is be creating is use the energy of creation and um like the planetary energy us the numbers our energy the color energy making sure that to feel whole that you're realizing which colors, which numbers, which um, planets are your, your, as you call it, your guru, which is um, a perfect word. It's a very high frequency word that removes the, the goo and brings in the light, the roo. So those are some things to do, but most of all, just getting still. And then you have such beautiful things there to help you. You have trees, being with, being with trees, having your feet on the ground, the opposite would be to do some things that distract you. And that's what the game is on earth, right? That's what we watch. We watch you like it's, it's like a game. It's like, a, like when you have television, that's what we get to do is mm -hmm. watch you 
And we, we kind of get to help though. We get to co-create with you when you ask us, we have to be invited. So you see us, you see us blink, you know, for me, like sometimes I'll blink or I'll try to make myself really bright, like 12, 12, just as a reminder. And so we're there, but we have to be invited in. So you can call us in, say 12, can you help me delve, right? Like rhyme, delve into a spiritual frequency. You can call on a color. You can call on um, a planet. All of us are there to help you. You can call on angels, archangels. Um, and, it, and it helps to, to work with the seasons. And now you're in the 12th season. You're in Pisces. Mm -hmm. So this is my season, which is why I'm really paying attention because I want for you to up level your spiritual currency. Yeah. Well, listen, thanks for, uh, I know you're busy. This is like your, this is like your, we have a thing here called tax season, which we're kind of in right now. And so mm -hmm. all the, all the tax people are busy during the season. I, this is kind of like your tax season. So thanks for coming down and, and, uh, en enlightening us with what I knew was the power of the cosmic 12. So thank you. Yeah. And you know, yeah. because you're, your 12th house. So have you looked at it? Your 12th house? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, those yeah. planets. So for you, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And for you to get that spiritual um, frequency to be to be there, then those planets are there to help you. They're your gurus in the twelfth house. Yeah, I've I've got I have Uranus. I have I have some I have Mercury mm -hmm. and Mars, mm. and it's my sun also. So um, mm. I've got there a lot of a lot They're of action. There to help you. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's the interesting thing about that the twelfth house, my house, is to help you um, remember why you're here and to up level your spiritual intelligence. Good. However, however that looks for you. Yeah, yeah. The other interesting thing is the the twelve houses, the zodiac houses, when you align with them and understand them that's the wholeness so deeper than that is is the one and that's what you need to remember all of us are one which sounds it sounds really interesting but um and it sounds hard to imagine trying to imagine that in your higher state of awareness that we are all one. So you also have, like in your case as a human, you have a personality and you have your universal self. So your front body represents your personality, your what, what makes you different, your individuation. And your back body is your universal. And that's where your, your spiritual bank account is. And that's what we want you to um, get really rich in. And so when you have these spiritual experiences, you get really rich there. And I know you know that because you work on that with your woohoo craft. So the, the, my behavior, my house behavior for you is more universal than personal. It's when you can um, clear out of that, that, clear out of the, the personal, the individual and, and connect, connect to your breath and connect to the vastness of, of the universal. So you have... For instance, like if you think of what you call a mystic, you know, how they're in a cave, you know, you could have your own version of a, of a cave, um, whether a real, a real cave like in the, in the mountains or making a cave like in your, 
um, in your house and then, or like a, a monk has a cell, right? Or some people, that's why people like in your planet, you do the, the jails with the cells, even though it's, it's um, not in any way fun at all. And there's some definite issues there where they're not um, in any way a high frequency the way that they've done that. But being alone, you've seen that. A lot of people have come out with an, um, a very spiritual advanced. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's every, like everyone has me, everyone has a 12th house and everybody needs time alone. But if you have planets in your 12th house, you need more solitude. And solitude is a component of the spiritual path. Okay. Well, thanks. Okay. Thanks for being there for us. Well, thanks for calling me. And, yeah. and I, I look forward to seeing you delve more into your primal 12-ness, which leads to your primal oneness, that depth, that imaginary visionary journey. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, 12, thank you. Safe travels back. Thank you. This week's show is sponsored by the number 12. It's the number that helped Jesus and friends profit. So call upon 12 to catch the currency of cosmic order. quarter the interview Woohoo! okay welcome back to the third quarter uh cheryl we have our first repeat guest right we do a special right. woohoo luminary luminary wow mm -hmm. <laughs> our first luminary <laughs> she's quite a luminary jen bates yeah. hey jen welcome Back. Hey, thank you so much. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Cheryl. Yay. So listeners, you, you remember her from episode four, where she shared how she channels light and laughter. And um, Jen is a CEO of Lighten Up with Jen Bates. And Jen, you, you channel, um, well, you channel light and laughter, you channel angels and um, you practice energy medicine with a sense of humor. Yes. 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 Thank you. That's it. <laughs> and uh, you have your sun and your sun, your Mercury, and your Venus and Pisces. Yes. That's right. Which that means it's my season, right, Cheryl? It's your season. This is your season, everyone. Wow. And it's great because we can talk about Pisces things and it's like, well, it is the season, you know, right. talk about angels and crystals and all that kind of stuff. So I love it. Let's go to the woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with this season of, of spiritual intelligence, this is the, the evolved the evolved currency of Pisces, which you have so much of that currency. I mean, those of you, if you can see her, she's, um, which you should be looking at her. You can find her on what Instagram at- um, Yeah, Lighten at Lighten Up Jen Bates. One N, Jen with one N, just so you know. Yeah, yes. she only needs one N. Oh, and, <laughs> uh, very translucent, <laughs> very translucent. That's what happens when you, when you have such, um, when you embody such spiritual intelligence. 
So, and for a reminder, uh, Pisces is a water sign. So it's the, the most evolved of the triad. The, with cancer, we learn how to be emotionally intelligent, to feel our feelings. What, what did you say? It's the most involved of the what? Water, the water signs. Is, yeah, is the most evolved of all, the, of all the water signs. Got you. The triad, mm-hmm. the, the trio of, okay, got you. Are you taking notes over there? I like well, that. I'm, I'm mental, but yes, I am actually. Well, I like this because um, then we get into Scorpio, which you have so much of, Brandon. Um, Scorpio is, is, is emotional intelligence. So if you think of cancer as your, your bachelor's degree in emotional intelligence, you say you need that first. You have to feel your feelings, understand where they are in your body, communicate with them. Then you can get your, you graduate from there and you get your master's degree in Scorpio, which you should have. And that's the psychology of everything and the truth. So with the feelings, when we feel them and they charge us up, what's the truth, the underlying truth, the, the discomfort of that. And then when you master that, you get your doctorate in, in Pisces, which is <laughs> emotional intelligence, the, the psyche, the intelligence of the psyche, the psychological archetypes, and then it's the spiritual intelligence. And so Jen Bates is here as, um, and as her pseudo guru, I could say she has her doctorate in spiritual intelligence. And she um, will be really humble and say she's still learning. But so, Jen, can you? Hey, tell Jen, us- real quick, we should go change that, change our LinkedIn profiles. By the way, we just okay, gotta, yeah, we got a, we got a couple new degrees. <laughs> I yeah, got a lot to put degree. on there. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because as a pseudo guru, I can declare these things. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. Mm-hmm. yes. So, um, let me know if you need like a a, a sticker or something. Okay, um, that's- from Woohoo University. W H U. Fighting cosmos. And also, Brandon, you have a lot in your 12th house, you know, so that's Pisces, that Pisces flavor right there. So you're, you're ready to get your doctorate with Jen's help. So Jen, was tell us what you think of spirit, spiritual currency with your, um, what does it mean to, to um, understand who, who's helping you, like with the guides, the, the guides that we all have and how to actually be in touch with them. Can you share about that? Sure, sure, thank you. Um, So the way that I perceive it and what's been shared with me from higher consciousness, source, angelics, ascended masters, I work with um, Thomas, (laughs) Jesus, Mary Magdalene, Mm-hmm. amazing right and 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 I do have to tell the story of like how that happened because I was in meditation in 2020 not deep stillness of 2020 and all of a sudden my meditation just got really expanded and I started receiving and I and I now know like oh that's always been there I just didn't know that's what that was um and I received through clairvoyance uh ascended master Thomas who was uh, Jesus's disciple, um, Doubting Thomas, which I think is just fascinating. So a spiritual currency, if the way I think of it is like, and what they've shown me, it's like the earth is got this really tight rubber band reality around it that we're all in. And Mm -hmm. that reality is like an inorganic um, kind of... uh, what do I say? Fear-based reality, right? 
Beyond that, around us is this larger light love reality that we are all connected to. It's just that we get caught in this lower frequency space. And so a lot of what I'm being called to do is to remind people of the, the template that was already there before they were born mm-hmm. and how to reconnect to that, the light body within. Oh, I, I answer the question? Yes. I love that. And that makes sense. So a lot of, so for a lot of us, our spiritual intelligence is dormant, would you say? And we just, we need to wake it up. I, I think, yeah, that's probably a good word. It's like that frequency of energy, it, for some reason, it's bypassing a lot of people. They're not experiencing it, mm-hmm. but I believe that we were really meant to experience it all the time in every now moment, uh, that frequency mm-hmm. of love, really. So we want to be on the spiritual frequency we want to tune into that just like you would tune a radio or tv into into it yeah you want to tune into this frequency how does some how does somebody do that yeah so there's many ways it's it's within you like you already have it um this is why i offer the soul massage because um through the reiki mastery that i achieved i started to recognize oh there's like a whole light body here and there's a way to help people dislodged dormant uh like emotional stagnancy that's like in the body mm-hmm. um so it's all like very fluid and very available and i also off- offer intuitive counsel for that reason where so, i just sit with guidance and then your guidance comes in and i share what i'm receiving so two things uh soul massage is a great name for a band i would think by the way <laughs> Too. Right. That's an awesome. That's just a cool term. Um, yeah, yeah. If I start a band, I'm 100% going to steal that. You can um, do it as long as okay. it's good music. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be terrible music with a name like Soul Massage. I'll so, be a backup country singer. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, how does, so what is a, what is a Soul Massage? Like, kind of walk me through like what that uh, visit would be like. This is very interesting. Yeah. So, if you've done Reiki, if you've, have you ever had Reiki, Brandon? I'm familiar with it, but I haven't personally. Yeah. So it's a laying on of the hands. It's a healing art where different, you know, it's, it's coordinated by the, the chakras, but that's not really what I've been like that helps me kind of know what's going on based on where it's showing up in the body, but I'm looking more at the light body. And that has been shown to me through the cell. Every cell has light within it. It's in the mitochondria which I didn't know what that was. And I literally had to, sh- like my husband is a biology uh, major. And so I drew out the cell and was like, okay, this is what they're showing me. This part has light. And he's like, oh, that's the mitochondria. I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's like literally light. So through my clairvoyance, I can see that and see how it's um, maybe not just flowing as sharply as we'd want or as clearly. And Yeah, so then I just help people connect to that because the body is able to heal itself and it's really just a matter of helping the body remember how to do that. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Are there any particular things more than others that people seek your help on, whether it's, you know, I don't know, going through something difficult in their life or maybe it's a health issue or something or, or. Yeah, it's been such an honor to do this work and I'm so humbled by it. And it's been everything from people struggling with suicide to um, just needing to 
handle some kind of inflammation that's in the body. So a lot of it is translated through the emotional body. What I find is like our emotional body, the way it works for me, it's like a, it's like road signs, you know? So like, if you have a stop sign on your, on your course of life and it's anger, well, that's just telling you to kind of stop and slow down and like take, take hold of whatever that trigger is and why it's happening. So you can kind of see the symbology of it, you know, so helping people kind of see like, oh, these stories and these circumstances that I'm in this theater that I'm in, there's some, there's a bigger approach. There's a, there's a larger way to, to look at it. Mm. Cool. Yeah, it's great. So uh, yeah, really tremendous work and very humbling to be yeah. able to sit with people in this way. And we told, you told us how to get, how people get in touch with you, correct? Yeah. Lightenup.lol. Okay. I offer a free consultation, right. 15 minute consult. So uh, yeah, we sit and chat about whatever it is that um, is happening. That's really cool. Oh, thanks so much. And you know, what's really exciting is when people start experiencing these skills themselves. And that seems to be the people that come to me have this already that it's like starting to vibrate for them. And they're like, what is happening yeah. in my, my mind? What is happening? So that's been really exciting to cool. kind of help. Yeah. It's almost like it's sprouting. And then you're yeah. there. I know that we have, like, we have a mutual friend that, you know, and he didn't even realize why he was contacting you. He thought it was for something else, something that you had put on Facebook that he didn't agree with. And it turns out he's like, wait, I want it. I want that. And now he knows who his archangel is. Yay! I'm helping him place pictures of his archangel and how, how he can help him with his blocks and stuff. So I love the synergy too, of what you do with woohoo too, because then what, what breaths and the mantra can help, um, help bring that higher vibration. Because anytime you bring a higher vibration to a lower vibration, you bring light to where it's gooey, you bring the rue of the light to the goo, the stickiness, then you get, you get more light. And so, and, and in yoga terms, we talk in uh, karma and dharma, right? So karma, we all have karma, which would be these patternings that some, sometimes we bring them in or we, we develop them over time. It's like, the, uh, you know, when, like a car, um, like over time, how when you drive, like you, you get these grooves, right? You see these grooves in the road and we get those patternings and we can change them. And what's interesting is like when we do more of a Dharma work, like what our soul purpose is here to do. And then you give soul massages. So people... <laughs> You, you help people like massage out what's not their sole purpose, right? All the blockages that are covering up their sole purpose. So when people understand their dharma, like what, what, are, what are they here to do? What are we really here to do? That, that is the higher vibration. So dharma is higher than karma. But what's funny is sometimes it's like, wait a minute. Like we, we clear some patterning. We clear some karma through our meditations, through the work with you, through a lot of different ways that we can clear it, especially on these um, portal days, like 2-22-22 and things like that, and hot and new moons and full moons and all the things, right? And then like, wait a minute, I kind of missed this baggage. I feel, wait, wait, I'm I'm leaving the house and wait, I'm missing something. What did I forget? Oh, I forgot that (laughs) that issue, that addicted issue. And, you know, and then you're like, wait, I I feel more comfortable with my baggage, you know? Right. Oh, right, right. (laughs) 
But it's so funny because I, and Woohoo has helped me with this, this navigating of, of what is going on with astrologically um, with the frequencies of energy that I'm experiencing. But I mean, I think my mom really thought I was bipolar growing up because I would, I didn't know the sensitivity that I had and it would be like one, one day I'm, you know, just having an average day. The next day it's two, 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 two. And I'm like, whoa, I'm all lit up. You know, this is amazing. Um, so yeah, I think it can be really easy when we don't have the emotional language to get confused on what's actually happening. Um, and think that that we're really down in the dumps when in fact the energy shifted something something else is occurring that's deeper and we need to be brave enough to look at that I think so as a child as 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 the dreamy creative of the zodiac did you find that because you were an empath and so highly sensitive to the shifts in your environment did you um like, was that, was that a challenge when like, say the surroundings were cluttered or <laughs> you felt emotionally cluttered or, or when your surroundings were cluttered, did you feel emotionally cluttered? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I was like the biggest neat freak. I made my bed at seven and my parents were pissed. They were like, why is she making her bed? We don't make our bed. <laughs> like, what is she doing? But it was like, now I know, like I needed to have a sense of control of what was happening and what I was experiencing. And, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I was uh, just to be totally uh, honest, I was in therapy for like 20 years kind of dealing with and and really just making sure I wasn't crazy that was really the main goal like I just want to make sure that I'm not crazy and she was like a top-notch psychologist worked with all kinds of crazy people and she was like you're not crazy and I was like do I get a badge like <laughs> I, think, I think I need something on my shirt for that because yeah. So that, and I realized now that was really preparing me for this, this work, you know, this was um, preparing me to be able to be like, I'm not crazy. It's official, but maybe I am a little bit either way. Well, yeah, you want a little bit, right. You want a little bit of lunacy. That's the moon, right? Because lunacy moon, that's when yeah. we, the moon, we got the moon, the unit, the cosmos gave us the moon to be a little crazy, to be a little emotionally crazy. Yes. So, um, but yeah, Brandon, you and I were talking about the, almost like right astrological therapy because that's what I have found when when we understand the the archetypal zodiac currency that that we were given uh, or that we chose when we were born like oh that makes sense and it's like the, it's like even underneath the psychology it's like deeper than that the yeah. the 12 zodiac signs is is um it's so powerful so for you because you, as Pisces with so much Pisces currency of that moving and changing and flowing, it's like flowing water that can shape shift to fit into like a narrow stream almost, or that you inhabit, you need that structure so that you're just not like spilling out, right? Because with so much of that, that currency, the water, you need that, um, that routine and, and that practice to clear your mind and and so like anything with um clutter is going to um impede you right that makes so much sense and mm -hmm. like when i found yoga that was really brilliant in helping me with this and you told me i was born on a full moon when you did my reading mm -hmm. and like that kind of blew me away it makes so much sense because mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> were you born with a tornado and a tornado too yeah it was a tornado 
Yeah, well, in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah. rare that we have tornadoes in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. But if you think about right, the hot and the cold and the the you know what a tornado brings. So I mean, of course, like that you're such a force, right? You're such a force. I mean, you're literally born. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> And you're a powerful force. And I mean, even just like seeing you every time I see you, you're, it, it, you're more in your soul purpose. Wouldn't you say? I feel that more and more. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, for sure. Um, You're you're more in your elevated destiny. Yeah. And for me, it feels like a resonance. It feels like I'm in a resonance that is really clear with who I am and why I'm here in this Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are, that, that's awesome, by the way, to be able to say that, that you're at your soul's purpose and, and doing what your, your purpose is. That's really cool. Um, what, what can other people do that may not be there, uh, in your opinion, Jen, just some things that they can maybe do on their own, aside from maybe uh, coming to see you? Well, the first thing for me was um, this cultivating of stillness, uh, really finding time in your day to just be still with yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, that was something even in the theater training that I did as, you know, throughout my life, that was kind of the beginning of it. Like you, you learn presence, you learn that cultivation of your own energy and that our minds right now are so like, woo, moving so fast and so heavily triggered and inundated with all these ideas and concepts. And so the more we can be in stillness, find that observer part and really kind of sit with that. You know, whether you believe in God or not, I believe in God and God did not send us down here ill-equipped. Like we've got what we need. Yeah. We need to focus. (laughs) Yeah. The generating, organizing, delivering force. Mm -hmm. Ah, yes. Say that again. God generating, organizing, delivering or destroying, depending on the energy. Uh Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the breath too, you know, use your breath, exhale. Uh, I, I work with that all the time because I'll hold my breath and then that anxiety comes in. Yeah. So that's another way to anchor stillness. Yeah. yeah. And then laugh as much as you can. Right. <laughs> it's great. And we need to laugh and we fart and it's okay. Yeah. Both high vibrations. Right. <laughs> If you hold that gas in, right, in your colon, like your colon, I mean, your colon works with your lungs. So if right. you're holding that in physically, what needs to clear and you're holding your breath, you're not exhaling, the colon helps you exhale. So for sure, okay. you know, and it's funny, right? Why do kids always laugh, right? Especially boys. <laughs> and then Brandon, you can probably, you know, you can go. I still, I still laugh. Right. Still funny. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but laughter is one of the highest, if not the highest. Um, vibration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That non-judgmental and that's, that's Pisces currency. It's, it's not that it's not like a mean kind of, um, it's, it's, it's a compassionate humor. That's mm-hmm. so good. And if you realize like a lot of the masters of the universe, you know, like Gandhi and Buddha and, you know, our colleagues, right. Jesus, they all, <laughs> they all laughed a lot. Right. <laughs> And they also weren't like, my religion's better than yours, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite part is how we've like made it into this divisive thing. It's so, Mm -hmm. the the love that they share and the compassion is uh, Mm -hmm. just so resounding. That's so funny. 
So funny. And that was one of the things when I did stand up comedy, there was a lot of what they call a, like punching low or stooping low, just making fun of other people <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and getting a, a great laugh out of that. And that was supposed to be some kind of highbrow level of comedy. I found that so frustrating. And, you know, I constantly would just make fun of myself because I think I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty funny to, and have done a lot of really funny things that are ridiculous. So, but I didn't get a lot of laughs. So that was kind of funny too. <laughs> or just making fun of patternings that we all have, which is, can, can be kind of funny. You know, I was talking, who was I talking to today? We were laughing. Oh, I was talking to Kira, you know, woohoo or Kira. Yes, Kira. She was saying that she had a headache yesterday because she went to a bank and was under fluorescent light. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a funny thing that the three of us could do. A part of our poo poo yes. comedy would be to like, you know, be those like those people that go into like any establishment with our own lighting. <laughs> like we have to have a certain lighting. Or an umbrella. <laughs> like, oh, a high frequency light. Um, we can't have fluorescent or anything like that. So just being like that, because you know, that can happen as well. Like that, that to me is funny because we can, we can be like that, right? Like once you know, like, ooh, fluorescent lighting and, and when I don't have sunlight I'm going to get really down and I'll get yeah. contracted and my organs will start to contract and I'll get a headache because my meridians um they're not flowing well and like you said like the cells in the body are not dancing with light so I'm, you know so and you just explain that to somebody like hi bank manager <laughs> could you open some windows and um could we just meet outside and <laughs> I'm just going to do some downward dog right here and try to breathe through this. I need my heart about my head. So that would be like a, a fun, a fun thing, a fun thing to do for sure. I love it. It's all play, right? It's all supposed to be play here. We mm-hmm. get so stressed out and serious, but yeah. Yeah. Play. So I, and I love that you help people understand who their guides are. And I, I feel like this is what I feel like with you. Like, I remember we got to several times you've said to me about one of my guides wants me to know something or all of them or and then your guides they they kind of talk right like my higher guides your higher guides and I like that you say like your higher self wants this or whatever and then I think I caught that it's like you're a contagion the Jen Bates variant um (laughs) the cosmic (laughs) variant of Jen Bates because (laughs) yeah so I remember like the first time a guide I, I just asked my guides about a word I couldn't remember and it was at night and I didn't want to, there's the light again. I didn't want to turn on the light. I didn't want to turn on my Google because I wanted to be able to sleep well so I could dream, you know, Pisces dream. And I was going through the whole, like, I know it started with a C, I like all that. And then finally I asked my, the guides for the word, which was curate. I just can't remember the word curate because I'm at that age. Right. Or maybe I'm at that high dimension where we forget words either way. And then the next day I forgot the word again and I was in a meditation and my guys said, stop asking us. You're meditating. Ask us later. And like, yes. That's so I funny. think I, that's like a transference, right? That when you're around, when you're around somebody with a high vibration like Jen Bates, and even for you listeners, you're listening to this and Brandon, you get to look at her, right. And, and talk with her then you could, you, you're gonna, you could catch it. It's for sure contagious. And you could start asking, Hey guides, speak up. Well, you know, and ask a question. Well, yeah, that that's amazing. And I love how, um, how the loss of the word is what allowed you to tap into 
um, them, which as they're right there for all of us all the time. So mm. yeah, that's so cool. That's, and that's how it works. A lot of times we'll think there's these problems, these things aren't working, but it's actually divine timing. So if we can relax and just kind of trust that a little bit more, I love that so much. And that's so Pisces, like to understand that there's a deep reason for everything mm -hmm. and, and just to trust, surrender to that, that word yeah. surrender, which can be so scary to hear it because it feels like you're surrendering to like giving um, up. Yeah. Giving yes. up and your head. You're like, kill me. That's or like a team, right? Like, okay, you're better. You have a better quarterback. We're just going to, you know, walk away. Right. It's not that it's surrendering to the higher, knowing that there's a higher purpose, a higher reason to everything that's happening. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. this makes me think about birth. Can we talk about birth, Brandon? Is that too? Is that okay? <laughs> well, yes. <I> <laughs> Uh, yeah, nothing's yeah. off limits. I, I, I mean, I may, I may go take a break. Birth is all about surrendering, but I didn't know that when I started the birthing process with my children, um, which was very long. I had like the longest labors. My daughter was 60 hours of labor. Holy cow. Are you serious? <laughs> totally wow. serious. It 60 was like hours? Days. Oh my insane. gosh. And my son was half that. So I improved. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But but it was this journey of surrendering. I feel really that, bad for your husband. Yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's amazing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, not, no, I, I realized I just wanted to say something ridiculous. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I know yeah. you, you were only in labor for 60 hours, but your husband really must have had a rough time. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so... It, but surrender is is what it's at and i feel like we're in this time of birth in a way kind of birthing a new way of being human birthing a new way of uh, existing in this world that is allowing this depth of of awareness these higher frequencies to to exist in a world that has things like cell phones and <laughs> and bank accounts and um and the balance of that and how to really hold that so it is so much about surrender. It is so much about allowing and trusting divine timing, even if it's after 60 hours of labor. <laughs> yeah. As we're, as more, as people like yourself, and I assume more and more people are, are going to be tapping into this, the advances we've made in technology is incredible. I don't know if, you know, it's, I don't know if it's scalable as we move forward, but what do you see as far as kind of where we're at? Because you mentioned cell phones, everybody's plugged into their phone and staring at it constantly. Is that going to help or hinder this ability to tap into those skills moving forward? Yeah, so it's interesting. I mean, it's wonderful to be able to have relationships with people all over and, and to do these, right? So it affords us a great uh, convenience, but I think about the indigenous people and I think about people who've had telepathy and been able to communicate very easily um, without these, these clunky machines. Mm -hmm. So I think we're actually returning to a, a quicker, cleaner way of communicating. So yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. It's energetic. Yeah. 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 I think anything can be used for higher purposes or lower purposes, right? So you could use your phone to escape and numb out and distract yourself, or you could use it to connect and maybe connect to other people like, you know, other, like for you, Jen, right? Other people who are working on their highest consciousness and their evolution and to find others, you know, hashtag 
lighten up, LOL. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, <laughs> Thanks for that plug there. <laughs> and, and wouldn't you say that like how phones are, like how we get a text and we get a look, won't that be, did you think in our lifetime that eventually like some, we can telepathically talk or are you able to do that? Like when your spirit guides want to, your angels, when they want to talk to you, like, do they, like, what does it sound like? Does it sound like the woohoo wire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, for me, it is telepathic. It is um, a form of communication that it's like the difference between just like being in this little zoom box to being in a huge living room with art everywhere and it's cold and you get all that information, that sensory information immediately in the present moment. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that translates well. So it's like, it's visions, it's sound, it's um, all of the senses plus those subtle senses. Um, can you turn it off though? Like how we can turn our phones off? Like, can you, you know, are they there all the time? Like, do they well, It's ever... like what you're saying, like we're the creators, you know, we choose, we choose to be distracted or we choose to be present. And so, yeah, like right now I'm not looking at your guides and I'm not really talking to the angels, but I am receiving, I am mm -hmm. receiving still. So right. a lot of what I'm saying is just as a conduit for that frequency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for my information, like people who can talk to little fairies and Davies, like, you know, that, that wake them up in the middle of the night, like, hey, I need you to plant carrots right now. And they have <laughs> boundaries, you know, <laughs> right. I sleep between these hours if you want me to plant something or move some vegetation. Yeah, I get that. So you can, it's just like your, your apps on your phone. You can turn them off. You can turn them on. That's, That's it. Cool. That's yeah. it. And it's a relationship, you know, it's a, it's like an infinite exchange of energy. So it's really in the relating that um, is so powerful and beautiful about it. And you can say, no, tonight I need to sleep. Please help me do that. <laughs> Don't wake me yeah. up. You can ask, <laughs> just like with crystals too. You can say to your crystal, help me, help me sleep. You know, in specific yeah. ones, right? like help, help me sleep. That's your job. You know, can you yeah. co-creating energy with them, co-creating something that you're going after? Yeah, I love that. I well, I'm so glad that uh, you you are able to spend your Pisces currency so beautifully that we all get to benefit from it. And um, thank, thank you, you so for helping much. us get higher, get high. <laughs> Do it, lighten up, y'all. <laughs> hey, I love it. It's brilliant. Y'all, thank you so much for doing this too. I love this podcast and I love what you're putting out there. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank All right. Well, congrats on being the first, uh, second, to, first two-timer. You are. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Autographs later, people. Okay. That's right. That's um, right. Um, yeah. John Friend will be on next week. So he's another two-timer. And then my parents are Pisces. John and my parents are both Pisces moons. So yeah, we, we will okay. have some timers on here. Very exciting. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Jen. Take care. All right, you too. Take care. I'll call you later. Okay. Bye. Me too. Bye. <laughs> bye <man. laughs> call me. Fourth quarter, this week's top four list. Woohoo! Welcome back to the fourth quarter. Cheryl, what's our top four list this week? Four ways to amp up your spiritual frequency. Okay. 
Let's hear them. Number four, stargaze or gaze into a candle. Okay. I love stargazing. It's like my one of my favorite new things. Can you share how you do it so our listeners will know if they've never done it before? Like, what's your your way of doing it? I assume we're just talking about staring at the stars. Is that is that mm-hmm. still is that still what stargazing means? It's, could be mm-hmm. something. Could be a new word the kids made up for something else. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I uh, a couple of years ago I got an app and there's probably you know fifty of them out there now, but uh, you can kind of hold it up and it'll tell you you know, based on the GPS of the phone, it'll tell you like what you're looking at. And it's amazing, like how many times we can actually see planets, you know, just visibly, you know, visible out there, Jupiter and Mars. And at some point we'll take pretty much every night when I take my dog out for a walk, uh, we, you know, it's, I do it. We go out maybe the final walk around 10 and I'll just get lost just looking at them. You know, it's just, it's really cool. And I'm, just outside of Atlanta. So, you know, we still have, like, we, we get a decent amount of, of stars every night, which is pretty cool here. So, mm. yeah, I love it. I, I can literally get, I think my neighbors have, have commented several times. They looked out the window and I'm just, I'm staring up at the sky, like holding my dog's leash. And they're, they're like, what, what the hell's wrong with Brandon? And uh, just looking at the stars. That's your Mercury in um, the 12th house. I love that. Okay. Yeah. And um, well, that would be um, getting immersed in it. That's exactly what to do. So just really staring at it, whether you know what the stars and planets are or not, just looking at them yeah. and realizing, like seeing the majesty of the, of the mysticism of the stars and the planets. So tell me about the candle. I haven't, I know you mentioned that before. I haven't really done that to a degree I probably should. Yeah, just staring at a candle or any any kind of fire, but just gazing at it. Okay. Like the, fire you know that was given to us from prometheus right we got in trouble for that <laughs> humanity fire but it's very uh, magical so looking at a fire okay mm-hmm. okay number three trance dancing mm. or or yoga or tai chi a kind of movement where you're really conscious of it and your breath and your the the music like bringing all that together what you're listening to what you're saying out loud um with your movement okay sounds fun mm-hmm. yeah do you do that well uh, yes i do i don't I've, I've never actually heard the term trans dancing it's kind of cool trans, uh, yeah, trans. yeah trans trans mm-hmm. trans dancing i we i have a lot of dance parties with uh with the family and I'm pretty sure uh, that it would qualify as to what you're talking about. Totally, because when it doesn't, can't you just get out of your own way when you do that, right? Like it's great to put on some music and, and clear out any of the lower frequencies. Yeah, yeah. the dance parties are fun. It, it's probably a, t- a style of dancing. I'm not high frequency enough that I would probably do it in public, but there's... <laughs> But there are uh, there are no real inhibitions as far as dancing goes at home, so uh, we'll we'll do all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. And just work with the music, yeah. Work with the music that that get gets you there. It just gets you into that into that feeling, like away from. And that's what you need to work on, right? Not away from the individual you. That oh, they're looking at me. I'm dancing wrong. You know, it help. I find it helps to lift your arms up. Okay. That can yeah. get you more into your what heart. 
What about you? Are you yes, a frequent dancer? I dance often, but our dog does not like us to dance. So we have to do it privately. Oh, you know? okay. It's very weird. I do love to dance. Mm -hmm. I think when we get a little, we, I think we get really into the dancing. I think our, our dog, now that I think about it, kind of goes crazy. But she, I, I believe she's trying to dance with us. There you go. Yeah. yeah. That's a good belief. She has to nibble <laughs> at us, though. It's, it's really weird now, now that I think about it. Uh -huh. Yeah, she'll like bark and nibble and jump up on us like she's ready to party. <laughs> okay. okay, number two. Number two, I say this a lot because it's my, it's my number one thing is mantra. Have yeah. a mantra. Yeah. Chant it. Listen to it. So let me ask you a question about this mantra thing. Pretend you just met me on the street and I don't know what a mantra is, Okay. And you, and this person said, you know, um, man, I'm just really stressed, really stressed work, work sucks. You know, my, my kids are always in trouble. Uh, <laughs> what, 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 what would be just an example of a mantra? So you can get people thinking that their wheels kind of spinning as to what they can come up with. Well, it's a catchphrase. So it's something, you know, like, right, like just do it. Or, you know, it's a catchphrase and it can be like a, a high caliber English word, like, victory and you and what you do is you say it out loud and then you get it as rhythmic as possible and then you start to think it and you train your mind to just have it playing constantly just like if you had your music on constantly your spotify playlist on and that's why we that's why felicia created the woohoo for us because that's a high vibrational high frequency mantra so you would say it just saying it out loud with the sound, linking up your voice with the sound code and chanting it just as much as you can. And then whispering it is also powerful and then saying it in your mind so you're not saying it out loud. So you can have a conversation with somebody, but still in your mind, because you have 27 facets of your mind, you, you know, really, if when you get really good at it, you could have 26 parts of your mind with 26 different mantras and then one focused on somebody. There's people that can do that. They train themselves how to do that. So for, for a novice mantra uh, goer, can they, can they have more than one word? I mean, what's, um, I mean, oh, can, yeah. it be a, can it be a phrase? Can it be several things? Sure. And okay. I think it helps if there's a, I think it's more magical and higher frequency if, it, if it's alliteration or rhyming. Okay. I, I had a tennis match last week. I don't think I told you this, but um, the prior couple matches, I was, I think, trying to hit the ball too hard. I kept hitting it out. I was getting really, I was getting really uh, frustrated with myself. And so that, that morning of the last match, I was like, you know what, what can I do differently? And then I, I remembered, I saw, I, I, I heard your voice say mantra. Like, I wonder if this is going to apply here. And so I, I came up with the mantra, keep it in the lines. Like keep it in the white lines, Ooh, and uh, and it worked. I I I played better. Uh, I had to. I don't know if I was doing it right, but I I tried to meditate a little bit. I tried closing my eyes, and then when I was driving to the tennis courts, I kept like I turned off the radio and I was just replaying. Keep it in the lines. Keep it in the lines. Keep it in the lines. Um, anything else we could do in in certain situations like that? I, I I'm very intrigued by the mantra. I, I'm starting to really get into it. Yeah. And just, and, and, you know, like there, obviously there's some that have been given to us by those who have a higher consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. So like a yoga master or something, right? And so 
playing around with those and you'll find it like once you know you know and it's your it's the one to um to really really work with so try you have to just like you try on clothes you know you try and you, you have different partners all that kind of stuff until you have the one you so you can work with many different mantras or ones like like stay stay in your lane or no what was your stay between the lines just keep it in the lines Stay in your own lane. You could, you know, obviously that yeah. was a good way to drive yeah. staying in your own lane. Yeah. Or if you're yeah. like busybody and you're always getting into other people's business, stay in your own lane. I think that works great. Okay. Um, and that could be one that you could practice with, but maybe you want one um that you uh you could you could even do like I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out, like sync up your mind with what you're doing with your breath. Okay. Um, breathing in, breathing out, in, out. Um it's almost like creating a habit. It's like helping your, your, yourself kind of create a habit, whether mm -hmm. it's physically or mentally, you know, just tra training your body to, to act accordingly. Yeah. Cause otherwise your mind is, you know, your mind is a trickster. It's, we'll get to that during Gemini season, but it's, and I have a lot of Gemini. So your mind can just play tricks and do all kinds of silly things or just go to places. And you, your mind is meant to be trained. And, and if you use like a high, vibrational sound like figure out what works for you um and then you your heart can train your mind as opposed because your mind is not going to train your heart you know your heart already your heart is your heart mm -hmm. your heart beats without your mind right but you can sync up with that too and you can even um put one one hand on your what fingers on your pulse feel your pulse and sync up with that as well with you know love like think about the high high vibrational um words like love gratitude you could work with that um but yeah you could totally do a phrase there's so many different things and okay. and it's powerful to try just try them all on see what works and yeah. then deep so it's good to try try on a bunch and then once you have one go really deep with it especially now during pisces pisces about the deep so see where you can go with it also so um in some lineages it's called so hum like you breathe in and it's so and breathe out it's hum it's the sound of the breath and in mm -hmm. some it's so hung more of a um like even the, these mantra codes have um um active and passive so so hum would be more passive so hung would be more active and these are considered like the codes that we work with in woohoo are considered angelic they're angelic codes they're from the they're from the um, cosmos okay all right, good stuff. And then what? number one would be prayer or meditation. Yeah. Powerful, powerful. You know, think and and prayer, prayer is um particularly if you're praying for somebody else, somebody else's um well-being is very high caliber. Like like Marion and and Pearl. Like what Marion did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Very high. So you could even do it, I mean. Like if you want to really up your game, start praying for other people and then wow. expand out like one person or one animal or yeah. and then a community. And then that's really easy to do too. Yeah. Like that's that you're, you're going to feel great. It's like giving yeah. instead of receiving kind of thing, you know, exactly. And then yeah. med even meditating or praying on what, however you want to word it, meditation, prayer, um it's it's talking it's communicating with the cosmos communicating with the generating organizing delivering force so it could even be what you're grateful for that there's been there's even been studies on that 
that are not even pseudoscientific, <laughs> right? That, you know, when you're considering what you're grateful for, it's a perfect thing to do right before you go to sleep, perfect thing to do when you wake up. What, am I, what are you grateful for? Pick three things or 12 things. Yeah, write them down. Writing is actually really good during this season as well. And there's something called um, the artist's way where you wake up and you write for three minutes and just, just free writing just to get, and sometimes jewels will come out of it. Sometimes it's just, you know, some of your subconscious stuff will drop out. That's really good to do as well. Okay. Good stuff yeah. as always. And hey, we just wrapped up episode 16. What do you think about that? That's crazy. Okay. Well, sweet, sweet 16. Yeah. Sweet 16. There you go. <laughs> All right. Happy Pisces season. I can't yep. wait to hear more about your trance dancing. I think your daughter's going to get into Taylor Swift within the year. <laughs> well, she she could do worse. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll see you next week. Okay. Take care. Woohoo. Ooh.